Hello and welcome to the South Bay Observer Newsletters podcast, a shared podcast between the South Bay Observer and the El Segundo Observer. Uh, both are pages on Facebook. Uh, they share an Instagram account. And um, let's get at it. We've got a few things going on this week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we'll start in the South Bay. Uh, looks like live music's coming back uh, to a legendary uh, venue, the Lighthouse Cafe in Hermosa. Uh, apparently, it's been sold to a group of local investors. I understand that was uh, Hennessy that had that that uh, place before. It's been around for 70 years. Uh, people like Miles Davies, uh, Miles Davis, and stuff have played there, so it, it's got some real heritage to it. And the local uh, uh, group is planning on sprucing it up a bit and uh, making it a real venue. Of course, with uh, everything closed, it's uh, tough. I mean, um, you know, those bills have to get paid every month and uh, there's no uh, real clear picture on when music venues might be allowed to open up again. However, you know, the guys uh, decide to pony up and uh, put their money to it. So we'll see what happens. Something else that's kind of interesting to us, uh, the Torrance uh, Art Museum is running um, an online exhibit called Hobson's Choice. Now this, uh, I think, freshens up and you can actually submit your your art to them to have it displayed on this. And why we find digital art so interesting is because right now there's something that's kind of breaking loose in the collectibles uh, stage and that is uh, NBA cards. And it's a digital NBA card and some of these things are selling for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So um, this isn't quite that. However, digital art displays uh, during the pandemic are something that's very, very interesting. Um, this has been getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, great buzz. It's running until uh, from April until May. Um, uh, the original one ran, one ran April till May in 2020, and, and because of the popularity, they brought it back. So if you're interested, you can check out the Torrance Art Museum online um, and uh, you can peruse through the pages and uh, see what's up as far as the art museum goes. Um, over on the uh, area of the city of Hawthorne, listen, they're going to um, uh, pony up some and help out with rent relief. Now, uh, rental assistance, you can get up to $1,000 for a maximum of six months. Now, you have to live in Hawthorne. Uh, your landlord's got to be on board with this, which is kind of cool. Uh, obviously, you need some participation in this deal, but the city's going to do this. And it, this is while funds last. So you can check out the city of Hawthorne for more information. In Manhattan Beach, uh, this is a story that kind of covers Manhattan and El Segundo. Uh, and actually, even in Redondo Beach, there's more and more of these electric bike uh, places opening up. And people are really, really loving them. You know, at the beach here, there's a lot of hills because beach is basically built on sand dunes so you're going up and down hills all the time and these electric bikes kind of take some of the bite out of that uh, however some of them get up to speeds and we wrote about if you're riding a class 3 bike that means you can go up to 28 miles an hour what's in interesting about that is you've got to wear a helmet and you've got to uh, be uh, over 16 years of age unless you're going to be a passenger on it and in El Segundo, for example, um, Electric Bikes LA, which was based on Main Street in a shop, they opened up, it was a family business. 
they uh, actually have moved out of uh, Main Street and they've moved up to uh, a warehouse on El Segundo Boulevard. So they're really expanding um, their business. And especially in a time of COVID, we've heard things going the other way. So it's uh, it's kind of a feel-good story to see a company that's that's doing this well that they can actually expand their shop. And another thing we've noticed is they used to be closed on Sundays. However, now I see um, them open on Sundays and working on bikes and everything else. So it looks like the business is really starting to bolt ahead or vault ahead. They've got uh, a lot of people that are riding up and down the beach, up and down the uh, beach, uh, the bicycle paths on the beach. And if you live in the South Bay, if you live in the beach area, you know how much fun this can be and uh, how enjoyable it is, especially once the weather gets nice. And these electric bikes are really taking the uh, the uh, hills by storm because you see a lot of people, especially in El Segundo area, walking their bikes up Grand Avenue because that is a really steep hill um, to be involved with. So if you can jump on an electric bike, get a little help, uh, juice it up and go, who's better than you? Um, as far as El Segundo goes, so a couple of interesting things um, have come up. You know, the city, the city kind of um, lives and breathes. I mean, we did something on the naming of the city, and the, the city became um, called El Segundo because it was the second of the refineries when the city was sold way back in the day. Um, the city decided, to, the refinery company decided they had to keep track of the first refinery and the second refinery. This was all including, including according to Google. And so when Standard Oil bought it, uh, in 1911, they named it El Segundo for the second refinery, and that name just stuck. However, the refinery just got uh, their knuckles wrapped. Um, they were cited by the South Coast Air Quality Management District. Um, they have 30 reports and complaints of a smell of rotten eggs, and I guess this can cause nausea and headaches. So uh, not so bueno for the uh, company. Although the company does a lot of great things for El Segundo, it donates a lot of money to the city. The city loves obviously having Chevron in the neighborhood. Um, restaurant health, we wrote about this because uh, this is another thing that had been whispered to us. Even though restaurants and, and uh, you know bar, tavern restaurants are opening back up, uh, the question is how healthy are some of these places? Uh, not all of them are opening up to their full-time hours, obviously. Uh, some are on, on really, really reduced um, days and numbers um, just because of staffing. They've hired back staffing. They've let staffing go. They've hired back, let staffing go. It's kind of a yo-yo, and it's really, really difficult for some of these folks to even remain in business. And a quick look at uh, places for rent or for lease or businesses for sale um, popped up some very prominent businesses, restaurants in El Segundo that, although are open, um, have either their property listed or their uh, business flat out listed. So I think that we're going to see in the coming year um, exactly what is going to uh, be left standing. You know, El Segundo had a big thing where um, the old, a lot of the old mom and pop kind of shops in the area were starting to go away as these bigger, hipper, trendier places were coming in. And as they were coming in, they were paying way more rent that some of the other people were paying. Uh, we spoke to one business owner who had a business in El Segundo in a city outside of El Segundo. And they told us that uh, the city, the uh, property they have in El Segundo is actually for rent because COVID had shut them down. And they said the landlord's not so forgiving here in El Segundo. However, in their other city, 
they were willing to work with them, but uh, they're trying to rent the space out. And they say that uh, commercial space during COVID is not a hot button uh, situation, so they're having a tough time with it. Meanwhile, footing the bill for the rent because the landlord's uh, not not so willing to work with them. Uh, but welcome to El Segundo. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see uh, as far as the uh, fiscal health of some of these companies and businesses as we continue to go along. You know, a lot of businesses really, they're almost month to month, especially the small businesses and how they're able to weather this storm is anybody's uh, guess. But hopefully they do because, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a crying shame, obviously, what is happening. The sooner everybody can get healthy, the sooner things can start opening up again. So it's a vicious circle that we hope is going to come to fruition for everyone. So this is what's happening in the South Bay the last two weeks. You can get our newsletter, which is growing, by the way, by simply sending a DM with your uh, name and your email address to us. The newsletter is free. It comes out every Sunday. Uh, We have a lot of fun with it. We super appreciate you as leaders, as readers and listeners to us. We really, really do. And uh, we're getting a lot more interaction with our readers and they're starting to ask us some questions. So we're going to put some questions up this week um, that some people are asking us about. Maybe somebody has some knowledge on some of these things. So uh, thank you again for being a listener. Thank you for being a reader. You can DM us at either Facebook or Instagram, South Bay Observer or El Segundo Observer. And uh, we would love to talk to you. We answer all of our DMs. So uh, feel free to hit us up. We hope you have a fantastic week and uh, as we look for kind of unique and uh, interesting stories, police blotter gets a ton of attention and comments to us um, and uh, it's never boring, that's for sure. Have a fantastic week. This is the South Bay Observer Podcast and we are big fans of yours.